Gotta go fast! You're listening to Play for Tempo. Hearthstone in 30 minutes or less with Schwal and Steven Sensei. Oh, this is gonna be fun! Okay, so the jailer is still in jail and there was no patch, so you were wrong. Yep. <laughs> Actually, you know, that's fine. We know that things are going to come. What did Hearthstone look like for you this last week? I didn't open it. <laughs> I, I, ah. I played zero games of Hearthstone because I, I was at Legend and I didn't feel like playing anymore. Although I have just been watching Wicked Good stream where he's like, hey, hey, Schwal, uh, this, um, I'm playing this dragon priest that plays a ton of burn. You would like it. And I'm like, you have my attention. <laughs> Interesting. So, I, that like, might be worth looking it's into. It's a shame I started watching your stream half an hour before I have to record this podcast. And I can't actually play this deck before. <laughs> and, but yeah, that deck uh, was fun. So I might give that a shot later. Very nice. Yeah, I... Uh, Played a little bit in standard, played a little bit in twist, and twist just is it isn't grabbing me. I'm not finding it interesting because it feels basically exactly like last month. And I I don't know. Like it's fine, but meh. <laughs> I um other than that, I mean Hearthstone's fine. Yep. But yeah, I'm I'm like you. I did not play much this last week. Yeah. I- uh other things, we had a little bit of news and announcements. Uh, BlizzCon collection bundles are out there. If you want to spend $30 USD, you can get the BlizzCon 2023 card back, five standard packs, and five golden standard packs for 30 bucks. That's 50 bucks. No, that one's that one's 30. Oh, That's okay. Ju- just the card back. Five standard packs and five golden standard packs. So ten packs total, five of which golden, and a card back for twenty or for thirty bucks. Um, it comes with a bunch of other stuff for games that I don't play. Yeah, like, that that's this is always happens where it's like, you know, if you play a ton of Blizzard games, these have you know a bunch of fun stuff, and maybe it's worth it for you. And if you play one Blizzard game, it's just hardly ever worth it for you. Yeah. I mean, there there's a mount, and there's cosmetics for Diablo, and there's there's stuff for Overwatch, and they like okay, that that's great, but yeah, I'm not spending thirty bucks on a card back and ten packs, no. but for an extra twenty dollars on top of that to go for fifty dollars, you can also get a mystery signature legendary card, which is going to be the um the one you. It's the signature version of the one everybody is going to get for free. Almost certainly. I'm assuming so. The most interesting part was actually in the fine print on the sales page. They said that the mystery signature legendary card will be revealed by November 5th. Um, BlizzCon. Yeah. And will be available in-game by November 14th. Pre-order slash launch. Yeah, there's usually a week, like... BlizzCon happens and then like a week after the patch goes live for pre-orders, though I'm not 100% sure they will stick to... They might try to do it same day, but that's not guaranteed. Hence the yeah. date covering their butts. 
Yeah, and I mean, available in-game by November 14th. I could see them going at BlizzCon, hey, here's our new expansion, here's the new thing. Pre-order, because usually when you announce the expansion, pre-orders come up right away. Yeah. Pre-order now, oh, and by the way, we're going to launch everything on the 14th, but pre-order now, and you can start playing with Mystery Signature Card. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of BlizzCon, especially with the whole, like, we are now part of um, the World of Warcraft universe again. We're no longer our own thing. And there's the Arclight Rumble, which is actually going to be like Warcraft Rumble or something like that. Like. Yeah. And on top of that, we're now part of Microsoft because the Microsoft Activision Blizzard King merger is finally completely a go. Um, That is going to happen. It is happening. They froze trading of Blizzard Activision stock because of announcements that were coming. The best news about this is that, well... Uh, Bobby K is going to remain with the company during a transition period. As of January 1st of next year, he will no longer be employed. Hooray. Thank God. Yeah, I, it's like... I don't know what he's going to do, and I really don't care, but I that that's like the one silver lining I'm seeing at the moment. Yeah, it's like, you know... I don't love corporate consolidation in general. On the other hand, Microsoft is an average company. They have their problems, but they're not, you know, terrible or anything. And compared to the people running Activision, yeah, I'll take Microsoft any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I want to say it was Celestalon. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but I feel like it was Celestalon that goes, wow. You know, I've only worked for two major companies in my entire life, and they just merged together. <laughs> That's, huh. Because uh, uh, had originally started at Microsoft years ago, and then came over to Blizzard, and now is back to being a Microsoft employee. Um, the memes for all of this, of course, have been amazing. I've seen things like now your, uh, if you have your World of Warcraft pass or whatever it's called your your yeah. season subscription it also comes with office 365 um we're okay that's people are yeah people are greatly looking forward to the new things like uh the the various spreadsheet simulators um which apparently forest bates has already created um yeah. just i on and on and on it, it seems like well, obviously, uh, as players, as cons- customers and consumers at the end of the day, we don't know how this is going to have an impact on us. But the general sentiment I'm seeing on the Internet is that we feel hopeful and like we're getting rid of one tyrant. And hopefully the thing that's going to fill the void is not going to be nearly as bad. Yeah, though. No. I have recently been listening to a podcast about the history of Rome, and boy, that doesn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, there's the other memes about how often do guys think about the Holy Roman Empire? Apparently, that that was a meme thing going on. The Roman Empire, not the Holy Roman Empire. They were different things. 
Okay. And I don't think about either. So that tells you how much I know. <laughs> I took Latin in school. Okay. <laughs> that That's cool. When, when I was in like junior high school, I thought it'd be really cool to learn Latin, a dead language. I never got around to doing it. <laughs> Gun to level with you. Not actually that useful. <laughs> kind of wish I'd taken Spanish. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> So, speaking of replacements at the company, through some sleuthing and by someone actually updating their LinkedIn profile, we actually know who the Hearthstone game director is now. Yes, we do. And that is a person named Tyler Bielman, I believe. That's correct. Um, Lists pronouns as he, him, but Tyler Bielman is a creative slash game director for digital and tabletop games. Um, he is listed at Blizzard Entertainment full-time as game director for Hearthstone starting in April 2023. So he's been on the job for a while now. Yeah. Um, no official announcements or things I'm assuming we're going to hear more from or about him during BlizzCon. Um, game design credits. Magic the Gathering, Gears of War 4, Gears Tactics, Gears Pop, and a bunch more. I think the important one for us is the Magic the Gathering stuff. So why don't you give us a little bit of background? Yeah, so uh, um, brief thing, uh, Mark Rosewater, who is the lead designer for Magic the Gathering and has been for, oh God, I think actually 15 years. No, wait. 20 years, 20 years. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. Uh, has a podcast twice a week where he, uh, when he's driving to work, he records thoughts about, you know, a bunch of random stuff about magic design and stuff. Uh, okay. It, lazy, lazy blister guy walks. This guy drives. It's lazy. It's a ripoff. <laughs> Did you ever wonder why blister bias podcast was called walk to work? No. Because I assumed it was because he Mark was Grosswater's podcast work. is named Drive to Work. <laughs> it's a reference. Uh, wow, anyway. I get that reference. Yes. Uh, um, so, yes. So, Mark Grosswater has been doing this podcast for, like, I think coming up on a thousand episodes now. It is. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, during the lockdown, he didn't have to drive to work anymore. So he's like, huh, what do I do for my podcast? Oh, I guess I'll just interview people who, and you know, who I, you know, design sets with me and, you know, or members of the magic community or whatever. And so, you know, he has done so, you know, in like two years, he did, you know, like, I don't know, hundreds of interviews. <laughs> the, um, and for including... Practically everyone who has ever worked on magic design, I'm going to be real, who is still alive. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and one of those people was Tyler Bielman. I did not listen to this podcast at the time, though I uh, uh, I just listened to it today because Stephen gave me the link and I was like, yeah, I can, I can listen to that. Because uh, Tyler Bielman worked on, um, it was uh, apparently his first game design job was uh, on the original Mirrodin set in 2004, or the set came out in 2004-ish, the, wait, 2002? 
Early 2000s. A long, <laughs> long, long, long ago in a magic game far, far away. So I'm I'm going to jump in with all sorts of stupid questions because yeah. I know so little about this. Um, so Mirrodin, I listened to this interview and it was kind of interesting and a lot of things I didn't understand. So Mirrodin was a thematic expansion to magic that was like, what if everything was metal? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, the... Uh, was this, this like heavy metal or like actual metal? Actual made of like steel and stuff. Okay. Yes. Um, so uh, short version, magic did for a long time and still largely does a thing where um, a, a set will be on a plane, you know, uh, like D&D plane, you know, a, a planet usually whatever that is you know some thematic thing going on uh and then they'll make some sets there and then they'll move on and they'll make some sets on another plane or whatever whatever uh so this one was like okay we want to do a set all about artifacts uh so you know the plane will be all you know all metal and so on and so forth um so muradin block is interesting in that it is simultaneously has some very good ideas that are like still used in magic today. Uh, and it also was completely broken. <laughs> uh, so the, the Okay, stay- so in Hearthstone terms, it has some good things like uh uh tradable and yeah. um discover, and it's also completely broken, like things like discover and druid. You're not wrong. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, one of the major mechanics in that set was affinity for artifacts, uh, which basically meant uh, a card you had with affinity for artifacts cost one mana less for every artifact you had in play. It's like great, uh, and uh, and they also made lands that were also artifacts. So imagine if your mana crystals just discounted them by two instead of one. Uh, so okay. yeah, uh, so yeah. Basically, the entire the best deck in standard and extended and still pretty good in modern to this day was called Affinity, uh, and it was basically like, uh, cool. I will play a bunch of zero and one mana artifacts, and then play a bunch of seven mana artifacts with Affinity, uh, and then I will hit you, and you will die. Uh, so, so that that so was one aspect of Muradin. In the interview, Tyler makes it clear that, like, yeah, that part didn't really interest me. I wasn't really working on that part of the design. Uh, so I'm feeling okay for that that part. Uh, the other half of Mirrodin that was really good was there were a bunch of very good designs and keywords that, like, Magic still uses very often to this day. Uh, the big one is equipment, which is, um, like, it, it's equipment. It's, you know... You have a sword, yeah. You attach it to your goblin. Your goblin attacks somebody. They kill your goblin. And you're like, cool, but my sword is still out in the battlefield, and I can equip it to another goblin or whatever. And uh, you know that started with Mirrodin, and they have been printing uh, equipment ever since. Uh, the, that actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, that you know, a very good design. Um, you know, Mirrodin was those or. Uh, Equipment was slam dunk design. It was great. Uh, 
They they also had Indestructible, which comes back every once in a while. Uh, it, huge surprise, it means that something with Indestructible can't be destroyed. It, it, it's really very okay, simple. so the Jailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. It's not hugely interesting, but it, it works fairly well. Uh, and the um, possibly their greatest, although I'd, I think that came in a later Muradin set, and I'm not sure if Tyler worked on that, was Scry, which was uh, Scry N is look at the top N cards of your deck, uh, put, them back, put them back or on the bottom in any order. Uh, and this turned out to be not only... So like the there is a, a roundup thing uh, Mark Rosewater does where he like talks about mechanics, uh, like you know how likely they are to come back, uh, and the, there's part of the thing he talks about is uh, are these mechanics hard to um, balance, uh, neutral or easy to balance? And he said for Scry we had. I considered using a different category, which was like, makes it easier to balance other cards. <laughs> like, Scry is such a good mechanic that it is like actively, uh, that it actively makes balancing the game easier. <laughs> it's like, and it is, you know, widely printed in every set these days. And it's like that, <laughs> you know. So Scry isn't fundamentally broken? No, Scry is uh, fundamentally one of the best mechanics they have ever made. Uh, it's not unlike Discover, and there's like you know, oh, this is this is our you know, they they printed it once and went, oh yeah, this is our, um, you know, this is a set mechanic for this set. And, you know, you, you might see it again one day, and then like two sets later, they're like, can we bring back Scry? We need it for this set. And they're like, yeah, sure. No, like two sets later, they're like, can we bring back Scry? We need it for this set. Yeah, sure. And then, like, the next set, they're like, can we bring back Scry? And they're like, okay, you know what? Let's just bring back Scry every time. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To, to, to me, that seems crazy that I could be, like, play a card and be like, oh, okay, spend the rest of your mana, look at the top however oh, no, 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 many no, no. mana it's crystals not, you have in cards. It's not spending mana. It, the N is an arbitrary number. So, like... The, the card will have, like, Scry 2 printed on it or Scry 1 printed on it. Usually Scry 1. Okay. Yeah. But okay. it's like... Okay, and then you can decide whether or not... So it's it's kind of like Discover slash Dredge. Yeah, it, it, it shares a lot in similarity with Dredge. Um, it, the, if you remember... What's the... There is a card... There is a neutral weapon that is now in Wild for like one mana that basically lets you at the start of your turn scry one if you do you, this weapon loses one durability and i can't remember the name of it in hearthstone yeah i i know what you're talking about too um a, if i remember right it's in priest as well uh it's a neutral card oh maybe i only saw it played in priest um but yeah 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 i i know what you mean okay yeah okay so yeah the that is like one of the all-time great heart, uh, magic mechanics and came from this box. So I, he didn't mention it during the interview, but you know, that he, 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 he talked a lot about like trying to design flavorful things that, um, you know, worked mechanically. And uh, 
equipment was one of those one of his like you know a goblin should be able to pick up a sword and attack and it's like yeah that that worked great and people they still do it to this day well and i that gives me hope like i mean ultimately the people that work on the hearthstone team yeah whoever they are they're all smarter than i am some of them by orders of magnitude smarter than i am especially within this space and if we're getting more people with more experience across multiple games similar genre and everything else and we're bringing them into leadership positions um i i think that's a good thing for the game as much as as much as I think we as a community want to laugh and go, bring back Ben Brode, you know, the the big goofy guy that used to be a pizza delivery guy and with the big laugh and the flannel shirts, I don't think Ben was good for the game. Yeah. I, I, he was not game director for very long, and people tend to forget that. Yeah. But I, so, like, I, I think, I think having people like Tyler based on what, little we know of him um but knowing a little bit of his resume i i think that's i think that's hopeful just like uh the other ben we had after ben brode uh um, ben lee yes that you know ben lee was made great changes that were incredibly amazing for us as players when it came down to player rewards and everything else and i think that was a really good positive step for hearthstone and i hope that you know tyler brings that same energy i did not agree with everything ben lee was about but certainly on the balance he was good for the game and then xr xr was fine i mean xr was good even though he only was actually game director for like a month <laughs> yeah but you know he but, was but, really good at all his other jobs great. so <laughs> so yeah I, but i think it's interesting because for the longest time we didn't know who the game director was it's nice yeah. to know who this person is and my understanding is a lot of times from what i've seen and read about game director positions is especially if it was designers that moved into game directing that they're doing such high level team management, personnel management, project management that they're not really doing design and it's a different skill set and not necessarily as fun for them. Yeah, definitely. Um but you know, I I I wish Tyler the best. I hope he comes in and does great things and that it's good for team morale and that I mean, obviously, there are concerns. There were layoffs in the Hearthstone team fairly recently um, uh, in the tools department and whatnot. Then we have this merger with with Microsoft and consolidation happens. And we don't know what that's going to mean, not only for the Hearthstone team, but for teams and people across Blizzard and redundancies and things. So there, there is a time of anxiety and change upon us but i i'm i'm choosing to go into it with the idea that i'm hopeful that it will be a a positive thing going forward yeah definitely um speaking of going forward 
next week a little change up in format correct uh yes that yes somebody so is going on and i'm gonna level with you it's been a week and i don't remember who of the people i asked is next week <laughs> i i remember what you told me but basically what's happening is i will not be here next week i know so sad i'm sorry okay, yes it was deal it will me. be electric sheep city okay <laughs> But yes, E-Sheep City is coming in to to fill the void. And I, I have to say, I I like E-Sheep's voice. I know people say that I have a nice voice. I like listening to E-Sheep. So like this is a win. And, you know, who knows? Maybe E-Sheep, E-Sheep will come in and decide to just take over the podcast and I will fade to the background. But either way, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be out for some weeks here and there in, over the next month or so. And E-Sheep and a few others have kindly uh, been able to step in. So next week, E-Sheep and Schwal will talk about stuff. Probably a listen. good amount of um, hand buff paladin stuff because she built that deck. Yeah, and took it to like legend rank two. Um, yeah, that all was right. pretty impressive. So, so uh, good news week, bad news week. We'll see what happens. Um, I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Schwa, we'll talk to you next week. And until then, I guess we'll see you later. Bye. Wow, well played.